342, the Chamberlain, Chance, and Alex podcast, the best podcast in podcasting land. Sadly missing Alex this week. He is indisposed in he a is, good way. We shall, we shall sally forth without him. Hmm. And uh, Alex actually was starting to play God of War Ragnarok, like, at midnight. Oh, he actually jumped launched. on immediately? Oh. oh, yeah, man. He sent me a picture of, like, the starting screen, so I assume he played a bit. I played, like, 90 minutes that night. Um, and how much you, the next day? <laughs> have you played any of it? I've played about three hours. I'm well ahead. I am well, well, well ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, did you read that spoilery Kotaku review or any spoilery nope. reviews nope. at all? No, I am clean okay. going in. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. What the hell so, is that? I think I think talking about the first like three hours or so is pretty is pretty fair. I think most Agreed. people will be that far by now. Agreed. Yeah, and. So far, it's it's pretty much just like, did you like God of War? Here's some more of it. Basically, yes. That's that's yeah. literally what it is. Yeah. It feels like um. It feels very much like a sequel in the Horizon Forbidden West vein. I I mean, it so much feels like the last one that it's. I mean, well, to be fair. I, I started up and, and I'm immediately just struck by just the quality. It looks good. The menus mm-hmm. look good. Everything looks good. It sounds good. But then I realized that the first like three hours is almost beat for beat the same as the first game. Yes. But, and the, I mean, um, even to the point where spoilers here, you fight Thor. It 100, it 100% Thor's is, fight is the Balder fight. But... Uh, yeah, but but the but their twist, but everything has a twist on it to show you where these characters are, and they're in a very very different place than they were. Uh, yes. Atreus, like uh, Kratos, says, "I'll get the deer," and he turns around. Atreus has already got the deer. He's holding yeah, the well, strings Atreus it up. Is, I mean, it's it's difficult to tell how much time has passed, but it's been years since the yes. last game. And uh, Kratos has like this look of, "Ah, oh, my son has grown up strong." He does like, a couple of times. He actually, he's got the little, like, mm, kind of a little he actually has like a look of pride, and he's yeah. pleased with how Atreus is coming along, um, and. Uh, and then instead of Atreus going off to hunt a deer, Kratos goes off and he f- he finds himself on the on the trail of a bear, a great mm-hmm. horrible bear. And you end up with this awesome fucking boss fight against this colossal bear thing that oh twist ends up being Atreus. Yeah. And we can't kill Atreus. <laughs> Did you catch uh, in the middle of that fight when you first get to do the range mode? My mirror's like, oh, you've done it now, bear. It was just. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and is still a good character. I like him a lot. <laughs> and then you, and then you return home, and instead of, uh, instead of, what was the guy from the last game? Um, Balder. Yeah, instead of Balder showing up, uh, Thor knocks on the door and is very polite and has a lot to say. Thor is well, fairly verbose. After blowing a hole in your ceiling. No, no, no. He hasn't done that yet. No, that happens before he even gets there. There's like there's a lightning storm and stuff hits and then like blows the ceiling out and then he shows up, knocks on the door. Oh. And the ravens come in with him. And the ravens come in with him and then and so like first of all, we're already really into this. This version of Thor is fucking awesome. Oh yeah. He is this great, big, heavy, wide set, kinda drunk sounding dude. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's no fun anymore. He doesn't drink. He didn't? He didn't drink? He didn't drink. No, because Odin that. comes in, spoiler, Odin shows up. And, and full disclosure, I'm not sold on Odin, the way Odin sounds. Alex and I like Odin. Yeah. But Odin shows, cause, so Thor pours two drinks, right? Offers one to Atreus. Kratos stops him. Thor says, I wish you would have told me before I poured. When Odin sits down, he drinks both drinks. 
I didn't notice that. And then and then motions to Thor and says, and you're no fun anymore. What I absolutely loved about this scene was that um, the whole time it's it's occurring, it feels like it's about these two new guys that we're just meeting for the first time. And they go on 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 and they go on. And then a Kratos stands up and says one word. <laughs> no. And, and the conversations and everything just turns. Mm-hmm. That is that is Kratos' one line in the entire scene. And then it just explodes into fantastic God of War spectacle. And yeah, it was a, big, a lot like, of fun. Three stage boss fight with Thor. Yes. And there's a there's a point in the boss fight where Thor kills you and then he goes to the game over scene, screen. Yeah, I know. But you I can't like, press X. Yeah. And then Thor goes, No, you're done when I say you're done. And shocks Kratos back to life with the electricity of Mjolnir. Um yeah, it's a lot of that aspect of it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But it's the same attacks. It's the same skills you're unlocking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm hoping there's more later. Again, I'm clean. Yeah, there is. There I don't is. Know. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there there definitely is. And the I don't the flow of combat is not different, but all the tools you have at your disposal are. You the only thing that are that is very similar is the axe throw and the pause combos, where it's like you you swing your your light attack once and you enter a different stance and now you have access to these different attacks yeah. with Kratos. Um, the blades play very, they don't want to say very differently, but you have a bunch of different tools and you're missing a bunch of the other tools from the first game. Um, I don't mind that. It makes it more interesting. And you probably haven't even noticed yet, but each attack you unlock in the skill tree has its own labor. No, I went in there and looked at it. I thought about trying to like intentionally do it, and I decided it's it'll happen as it happens. The game's long it, enough; I'll unlock stuff. It's, it will, and it, and it does. And once it does, you then have the option of applying one of three modifiers to that to that one skill. Nice. And and a lot a lot probably sixty percent of skills have little labors associated to them, so you can tweak everything. And if you don't like it, you can pull it out and swap it out. That aspect is really really cool. Um, go on. But, I mean, as I'm playing this, I keep asking myself, why did this take so long? Mm. Is there a lot? I mean, obviously there's a lot more. I've played it for three so hours. Far, you probably played it for a lot more than I have. So I've, it's... I've played it about ten, I think. Okay, okay. Um, so far, there's there's a lot. Like, there were complaints that they're reusing some assets. No, there's a ton of AAA plus assets going on in this game that you did not see in any other game. This is, so far, a wealth of original content but that original content is still so predictably designed. Yeah. If you played the first one. Um, one thing I really dislike is after that opening of the first game, and we met Freya, so I'd say maybe five hours in, then you get to the Lake of Nine, and the game really opens up. Mm-hmm. And you really feel you have options in what you're doing. Um, this game keeps you on a relatively linear path with smaller areas to explore. There's nothing like the Lake of Nine in the first game. Yeah, so I'm far. I'm in that first area now. The first time you get the boat mm-hmm. and Mimir has you... The side quest is to go and, and destroy yeah. the three, um, I don't know, factories or whatever. Have you have you done that yet? I've done I've done one of them and then I found the thing in the middle and I fought the Draugr for the first time. It gets more interesting once you do all three. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely do that before you move on. No, um, yeah, I, 100%. Atreus is like, you can do this, or you can go talk to the dwarf first. I'm like, what, are you kidding? No, I'm going to the right. I'm doing all the side quest stuff first. One of my complaints about the first game was that the world feels very empty. Like, this isn't a world. None of the places you visit feel like places where people live. Oh, yeah. 
and every earlier God of War game tended to have a sequence when you saw Kratos running through a normal city as people around him were freaking out. Yes. And, <laughs> and Kratos was, you know, just doing, the, doing his Kratos thing. Doing the Kratos thing, yeah. And that gave a lot of scale to what was going on, and that doesn't occur in the first game at all. And then in the second game, we're rolling up to a dwarven town, and we see all these dwarves on the shore, and they all just run away and lock their doors. We don't talk to fucking any of them. Yeah. And you just yeah. end up walking around an empty town again. I was really disappointed by that. <laughs> Well, Atreus rocks up, knocks on uh, doors. They're like, "Go away! We don't, we don't serve your kind here." It was like, I don't know if it's just a, a choice that, because you never really see. I mean, as far as number of enemies you're fighting at the same time, it's really not very many ever. No, Three? six. No, I've, I've I've probably been in situations with six so far. Yeah, which um, isn't that that much. No, but I, I I never saw it as a. I never saw it as a downside. The combat is fun. It's no, the a combat lot of fun. is fun. Yeah, and, and when you get in a good flow, it's. It feels really cool to just beat the shit out of this guy, turn to that guy, beat the shit out of that guy, turn to this guy. Like, and when you got a roll on, you really got a roll on him. It feels like the stun kills are more graphic this time. I disagree. Well, I guess, um, I mean, I was fighting the beasties in the swamp area, and he's like cutting them in half and cutting their heads off. And Yeah, but, but it happens so quickly. It's like cartoonishly mm. efficient, and there is no, uh, there is no lurid appeal to the violence in this God of War for me. And I do find that a little disappointing. But there wasn't the last one either, really. I remember the no, last one being kind of no. tame. Yeah, the last one, the, the the two kills that I remember that stood out to me was there was one fighting um, an ogre. It, it wasn't the Draugr, or it wasn't it wasn't the big guys with the totems. It was like an ogre thing where Kratos would put the axe into the thing's jaw and clearly break the thing's jaw and, oh. <laughs> and then swing the head down. And the death of the, uh, the dragon is, is yeah. very memorable. But... Well, the yeah, dragon like, was the one big fight in that game. So it's, yeah, <laughs> there was the time when God of War games were really excited and wanted to impress upon you their zipper technology that showed organs popping out. Oh, you, it, the, the, the best example of that is, is tearing Heliod's head off, where the yes. skin separates. Yeah. Yes, and and this is uh, there's none of that in here. It's not in. This is very much about not enjoying the violence still, and I do enjoy the violence. Well, so I, like with the make, last one, they're trying to make a more it's a more mature take almost. Yeah, and but, and, but okay. Kratos himself, Kratos himself is very much evolved and is concerned with um, far more human and interesting things than he was in the first trilogy. Well, I I do also like that in the first like half an hour, you finally meet Kratos' wife just briefly. Yes, not what I expected, but you could tell she's superhumanly strong. I like that uh, she picks up um, a tree and chucks it. It was so nice to have this character who cast such a long shadow over the first game. You finally hear her voice. Yep. Um, I really hope that goes somewhere. I really hope we haven't seen in, uh, the end of that because the further I progress into the game, the more it bothers me how every main character in this game is, is a man. <laughs> well, <laughs> Freya's there kind of in the yes, beginning. Yes, and, and Freya does come back, but... Every complaint I have about that voice actor from the first game remains. <laughs> she sticks out like the way she delivers everything sticks out like a sore thumb compared to everyone else in the cast. And I mean everyone else in the cast. I've already met another female character that was in some early trailers that uh, um, uh, that ties into a, the Atreus' story. And that actor does a great job with it. The only complaint I'd say is that I feel like she aims a little too young with the character. Hmm. But overall, she nails the tone. She really nails the tone and the cadence of the of the conversation, and the woman playing Freya just doesn't. The woman <laughs> playing Freya is doing. It's like she got some direction in the first game that Freya doesn't talk like anyone else in Midgard. She talks like a queen. 
Well, now that it's Odin. Odin talks like he's exactly. in a gangster movie. He's exactly. So yeah, she's still. Yeah. So she's still like it, it, she brings me out of it every time she talks. It's so frustrating, and it's frustrating that I don't read that in. Well, I haven't read any reviews, but I never saw one pointed out in the first game either. Yeah. But uh, you know, graphically, it's it's quite nice. It's you not can tell me it's got PS- its roots in the PS4 world, though. Yes, it's not really impressing me on the PS5 at all. I mean, it's often beautiful, absolutely. Uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West was uh, more mechanically, or not mechanically, more um, technologically impressive. Impo- yeah, and technologically impressive. I think that's so anyway. Well, I feel like it dazzled a bit more, you know? It, yeah. it dazzled with its technology a bit more, and this doesn't. This does feel like something that could run on a PS4 uh, that's, you know, upgraded to run on a 5. That yeah. is what it feels like. And it's still, you know, thinking about anything else that came out this year aside from Horizon, it's probably... Oh, yeah, it looks amazing. Te- but technically it's... the best-looking game of 2022 so far. I'd just like to see my, my tall obelisk of PS5-ness do something since Ratchet that actually looks like a next-gen game, but, you know. I'm just waiting for the next thing Blue Point does in that regard, I guess. Yeah. Because no one else is really doing it. It's got the. It still has the load time things. Like every time you go through a crack, or every time you're pushing yeah. that boat yeah. under a bridge, that's yeah. a load time. Yeah. Well, it's a load time for the for the PS4. I know. It's, On the PS5, it's, it's like I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, and and so yeah, every time Kratos like has to lift a, a heavy thing to move yeah. on to the next scene, it's I'm a load like, time. Yep. Who is this uh, fun for? <laughs> I I don't know. Who's who's still. Apparently, Sony sold 25 million PS5s. Who's playing this on PS4? Come on. <laughs> I'm sure a bunch of people are. Oh, I'm sure. The neighbors don't have a PS5 yet. That's because they're still 500 bucks. No, the dad went and bought himself like a super beefy gaming PC because all his friends were on PC. And then they all stopped playing games with him. Like they all went ah. to other games that he doesn't want to play. I just, and I'm like, well, I told you this a year and a half ago. But. Yeah, I just, I just realized that like the new hotness video card, the 4090... Okay. Is about the size of a PlayStation Five, without exaggerating. Like, like physically? What? Yes. Good God. You cannot put it in a normal size case. It's that ridiculous. See, that's for Alex and my neighbor to worry about. I like. Not oh no, I'm not going to do that. it. It's not. It's ridiculous. The, I gave up PC a, long ago. Is a bitter experience. The only thing that sucks about a console, and our current modern future in general, is if it's your birthday, like it was on Sunday. Happy birthday! Thank you. And all you want to do is play some Overwatch with your brother, and he's actually up at four in the afternoon. Oh shit! To play some Overwatch on a Sunday, and it's your birthday, and it's time to rock and roll. But some, uh, what's it called when someone uh, goes into a derelict building and just lives there? Oh, squatting. Yeah, some squatters in the apartment building across the back alley from me lit it on fire. Oh. And so I went to the grocery store on Sunday. <laughs> and when I came back, there was a pillar of fire from behind my a pillar of smoke behind my house, like, uh, uh, and it melted all the the uh, the hydro or the uh, the cable lines. Oh no! So I haven't had internet since uh, since Sunday. It just came back like Tuesday afternoon oh. in time for me to finish downloading God of War and begin my vacation. But my birthday was fucked i wasn't Ugh. able to like stream i couldn't stream music on youtube i couldn't watch the new saturday night live honest question play. what did you with no internet what did you do i wrote it down hang on well first thing i did was i went to my computer to see if darkest dungeon would work offline on the epic game store no you got to set that up ahead of time and i had ah. not. so that was uh hugely disappointing i opened up that um 
Remember that game I got sent a code for, No Place for Bravery? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I opened that up on Switch, and it was, like, frozen. Oh. It was like, you, you gotta restart me. I'm like, I don't care that much, and I set my Switch down. <laughs> and then I went into my uh, my Blu-rays, and I watched Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Okay. Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Hmm? Team America, World Police, which was a hard to watch. Like, I did not enjoy it as much. I don't know how that was aged. A lot of... <laughs> it, it has not aged that well. Yeah. Um, uh, but well, you know what did age really well? Demolition Man. I rewatched Blade on Netflix the other day, and they, I guess got me in a Wesley Snipes state of mind. Rewatched Demolition Man. Wesley Snipes, Sly Stallone, Sandra Bullock, uh, young Benjamin Bratt. Uh, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I remember seeing Demolition Man in the theater. I actually yeah. saw that one. Demolition Man was like a summer tentpole release. It was. On a time. Like, there were like Demolition brand shit going on at Burger King, as mm-hmm. I recall. Um, yeah, it was fun. For an already yeah. movie. Nice. <laughs> yeah, having a having a DVD library really served me well <laughs> through this yeah, whole time. Yeah, I... Everything I do now requires internet connection, so I would be... 100%. Oh, yeah, it's weird. I would end up setting my phone as a hotspot because it's like, as long as my phone's still working, I can still get something with that. <laughs> it feels like... It feels like a, um, a uti- like it needs to be like a public utility. Like oh yeah, it's like they turn the water off. Now what are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. And well, for me, I work from home. It really screwed me up this week. Oh shit! You have to take vacation days. I mean, what are they? No, 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 no. let's not get into the housewives or how the federal government handles that. But just rest assured, all my shit got done. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, it worked out. But yeah, it was a shitty week. But now God of War is out. Now God of War is out, and, and now I can play Overwatch again because your internet's back. Yeah, but not playing it for three days. Like I, I put up a video, actually, the other day that was that was a, that I did actually have some pretty good shit in, and I was pretty pleased. But that was Tuesday night. All those plays were Tuesday night. Going on my channel, it's called the perfect moment. Oh, I was so proud of that one. Did you watch that? Um, no, I don't think I did. I think I may have missed that one. Okay, so I'm sitting under a bridge on a push map, and I'm just sitting there standing still. And the enemy team is about to push the bot in front of me as I'm just standing here silently. Um, and my brother coming in from behind says something like, why are you just standing there? You're just standing there doing nothing for, and I say the perfect moment. <laughs> and, then, and then the entire team walks in front of me. The Hanzo was very close. I walk forward, just stick the Hanzo with my pulse bomb, play the game. I was like, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was planned. All that planned. Tr- that truly was the perfect moment. But going back to Overwatch after just three days away. I felt like I had spaghetti arms. Eww. Like I felt like I wasn't hitting shit. It like I I really needed some time to just dial it back in. And yeah, like Overwatch is a is a muscle you have to exercise every day if you don't want to just completely mm. lose it. Well, God of War did pull me away from Star Ocean, which I've managed to get like twenty hours in on because I'm enjoying it. I don't really know why. I mean, the well, combat's yeah. decent, and the story's okay. It has mechanics that it introduces that you never, ever use. Like, it's got this crafting mechanic, right? Okay. And you unlock the ability to craft different things, but it doesn't ever give you any recipes. You just need to, like, screw around and figure out what makes what. So I haven't bothered because it's I don't... crazy. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I can go to the, the shops and buy what I need. So it's, it's, it's decent. The story's decent. I find it interesting that people from this underdeveloped planet, quote-unquote, accept someone from space so easily and don't burn them as witches, but, you know, they're just better, I guess. Well, if you're here to help? Some of them are here to help and some of them aren't because there are other people from off-planet that are screwing around. Wow. So, and it, it hit, like, an interesting kind of false ending, like, oh, this is, now the real bad guy is showing up at 20 hours, so now we're clearly in the second half of the game. But 
it's I mean, I'm not going to interrupt playing God of War for a mediocre JRPG. Well, which means was, uh, when God of War is done, I don't know if I can go back to it. So <laughs> I, it wouldn't surprise me if you do. Um, when um, there was a Kotaku headline this week, we need to start holding JRPGs to a higher standard. And the first thing I thought of was Star Ocean. Well, yeah. Just like Star this, Ocean this, should look so much this, better. This little barely double A. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the design feels like it's 10 years old. The technology is 10 years old. The combat old. feels old. It all feels old, yeah. Well, no, oh, sorry. The visual design feels 10 years old. The mm-hmm. the game design feels feels 10 years old. Yes, yes, you should 100% be expecting better from it. And then I clicked on it, and it was actually about how in Final Fantasy 17 or whatever the next one coming out is, everyone's white. And I agree that's a problem, too. Um, okay, well, what, what do you think? Because uh, because uh, the, the the article is like, oh, you can't hold Japanese people to our Puritan North American standards of inclusivity and racial no, representation. You, that's giving them a pass on something that they have problems with too. Yeah, a hundred percent they do. They have they have problems with um, objectification of women, and they hundred percent have problems with. Um, well, just racism in general. I mean, well, ra- 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 racism in general, but imagining someone of a darker skin tone as a hero. Yeah. You know. Maybe that maybe that new Final Fantasy will actually be a real AAA JRPG experience. I don't know. I now don't we're know. we're talking about final the next Final Fantasy. The next one that isn't that has no date yet. Enslaved is that what it's called? No. Forspoken. Forspoken. Well, no. Forspoken's not a Final Fantasy game. Forspoken's its own thing. Yeah, but it's still Square Enix. It looks really that looks really cool though. I think the combat look, looks that looks the pretty combat, interesting. The combat and the movement in that look really good, but yeah. every but all the shit we've heard about how they're treating their non white protagonists is cringy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what else I'm gonna be playing. I mean I'm it's, it's like God of War is what's on the plate now until it's done. Bayonetta three is here. It's like hey I Bayonetta three. I feel 3. like God of War three is gonna take a while. Yeah, I don't think it's it, it, it's mm. I don't know how I'm going to get back on par with you because I've, I mean, this weekend is lost. I'll be making no progress until Sunday. Um, yeah, you. Yeah, I'll probably. I might have finished it by the time we do the podcast next week. That's all right. That's all right. I'm enjoying. Alex won't have it finished either, although he's probably had more time than me. Last weekend was washed. This can be a very good weekend for you. Yeah, man, I'm eating pasta. It's delicious. Nice. Back to God of War, though. Mm. As I'm playing it. The question comes up, is this the best thing, one of the best things I've played this year? And I'm, I know immediately I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to play this multiple times. Just right, just right now, I can tell you. I'm not going to be replaying God. And I want to love games like that again. I want to have like the Darksiders experience, the the Last of Us experience, the Uncharted 2 experience of just like, wow, I just want to live in this world and do it again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, I... And this is not that. I'm not I kidding. I understand what it's like. I don't... I'm really Is it that games aren't as good right now, or is it... No, it's not. It's just this game isn't as good as some other games that have come out in 2022. Because the last time I had that experience with a game was in 2022. Well, that was Elden Ring. That was Elden Ring. And that's the thing. Is God of War good? Yeah, it is. It is good. It is quite good. It's really, really good. How good? 9 out of 10 good. Is it better than Elden Ring? No. See, no, looking not. at my looking at the list, because I, I love making lists, looking at the list of things that I have played this year, it is, I mean, even just after three hours, it's in the top three or four. 
without just me. No. I mean, that, that's an easy thing for me to say. Yeah, no, no, it's it's up my, there in, in the pantheon, but it's I, not the one. At, just, at, it's at not the end of the game of the year, year from Elden Ring. Well, see, at the end, because Elden Ring is not not there for me at all. And right now, if you put a gun to my head and said, "What's the most fun you had a game with? Most most fun you had with a game this year?" I might actually say Rogue Legacy Two, because <laughs> that game was so much fun. Is that still not out on PlayStation? Probably not. I don't know. That game was great. So so much fun. But it's like, okay, you, you've got. I mean, this year for games that could conceivably be game of the year. I mean, Forbidden West is this year. Rogue Legacy Two is this year. Uh, what else we got? Oh, that's all garbage. Uh, Dying Light Horizon. Da- right, so Pro- Proteus is yeah, up there for me. Proteus was amazing. Plague Tale Requiem, we'll get it on when we mention. It's not going to get Game of the Year for anything, but it's really good. So, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's not like it's been a light year on PlayStation, but it's been a light year everywhere else. <laughs> uh, Microsoft might as well have not come to the party this year. Yeah, like the only and the, nothing. <laughs> the only big third party of the year was Elden Ring, I'd say, and then uh, and then like the Dark Horse is Callisto Protocol coming up. I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. Well, after the the almost disappointing familiarity of God of War, I'm excited for a single player, good looking game that I don't know what to expect from. <laughs> you know? No, I and I understand, and I, I understand that kind of familiarity disappointment with God of War because it is it's it's God of War again and, but, and it's like here's this steak it was really good here's more of it oh god this steak's really big though this steak is really big it is it is really really big but I it it seems to be hitting me with spectacle more consistently than the first game did true and so I'm tr- I'm starting to think that like maybe the deeper I go into it the awesomer and awesomer and awesomer it's going to get because uh, so far there's been some really awesome shit that I don't want to tell you about. I mean, that, that um, early fight with the with the woman with the horse body, that she just oh, yeah, kind of yeah, shows yeah. up. Yeah. That was, I like that fight, actually. Actually, I like that fight more than the bear fight, because it was they, just it had a little more thought involved, a little more to do. But it was, it they, was they, do, they do that a lot, where it's like, instead of, okay, now it's time for a mini-boss fight, here's one of those giant troll guys with a totem. Like, instead of doing that, yeah. it's a ton of different characters and mechanics every time. They, I, I, I'm about to say they haven't repeated one, but I'm trying to think of one they've repeated, and I can't. See, I, I was preparing myself for like that specific fight to be for her to become a regular enemy later on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm frankly a little disappointed because <laughs> yeah. she was pretty awesome. Because that was the one that's like hit her antlers and she goes down, but that's not easy because she doesn't stop moving. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It is good. It is good. It is very good. It is a nine. So far, it is a nine out of ten. Yeah, well, just I'll have, I'll have so definitely have more hours in it for next week. I just don't want to think. I mean, I'm I'm so happy I didn't see this Kotaku one that had the spoilers in it because it's like I get to go into this blissfully ignorant of what's coming of what's happening. I shall not ruin your your beautiful innocence. Oh, it's, I like it. I like because because when certain things happen, I was like, man, I wonder how I'd feel about this if it weren't spoiled for me. I think I would have been a lot more excited about it. Hmm. I mean, I, I I have theories and ideas. The dwarves being back is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. The cast is much bigger, and I like that. That well, yeah. The, the last game felt like there was like five people in the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there were there were like ten if you count all these Aesir brothers that Kratos killed. 
you remember. <laughs> you didn't yeah, that's the thing. I kind of, of forgotten about them until Thor starts talking about, you know, yeah. this. You couldn't be the person that killed my sons. Did they, did they die to luck? <laughs> yeah. I love. I love how Thor talks shit for the entire fight, and then finally he catches one on the jaw right at the end. He's like, ah. I actually. There's the god of war. I actually recorded it. Like pretty much the entire hour, the entire first hour of the game, not because I'm ever going to put it in a video or anything, just because I wanted to go back and watch that shit again, mm-hmm. like like a cool fight in an action movie. You're like, hang on, let's rewind that and see that jump kick again. Yeah, it was it was it's pretty good. <laughs> I have a I have a very small uh, chances hate mail bag this week. Oh, there is one though. Excellent. There is one. Tracer right. tryhard. <laughs> oh god no you're playing hard oh well and the thing is they went like fucking Symmetra and switched all kinds of things to try to counter me and I just didn't need to switch because I was doing well on Tracer I'm just I. it's a competitive game you are playing in ranked right no no I never play ranked ever oh, it's just playing quick play well even in quick play quick it's still a competitive game you yes. never play ranked anymore it's all quick no. play I haven't played ranked for probably a year or more. Huh. It's, it's, I just do quick play. And, um, oh yeah, I also had a Genji play the game. <laughs> nice. And I think I was going to write it down. Like, I, I wrote down a little thing on the Resetter reforms and posted it there. But basically, um, I'm always trying my absolute best, and I'm always using the character that I think is will, will get my team to win. That's yeah. 100% what I'm doing 100% of the time. If I'm ever playing DPS and my team starts complaining about the DPS, I will continue doing my absolute best to try to win this game on Genji. <laughs> <laughs> my Genji is not very good, but if there's one place it's reasonable to practice Genji, it's quick play. Yeah. It's a quick play environment, 100%. And it's not like I'm not trying. I'm totally trying. In fact, as you can see, I got play of the game. Yeah. But we're not going to win. <laughs> we're not going to win. And I'm okay with that because I'm practicing my Genji. That's as much as I'll tilt. That's that's such an interesting complaint, though. Why are you trying so hard? It's a competitive game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't begrudge anyone who, who beats the shit out of me and plays better than me. But if you teabag me, oh, I hate that so much. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that you don't, nobody needs that extra. That's not. Kids today, man, they're so. <laughs> and the, when people Kids type today. awful shit in the chat, my brother will sometimes respond, and I'm like, "Don't! Oh no! Don't, don't, don't feed don't, that! No. Yeah, don't! Don't put that hate. That's exactly the kind of reaction they want. And not only that, but you're putting out more negativity into the world, and it's not helping. Mm-hmm. No, just, just you know, tell the guy to fuck off in your mind, and let's move on and keep. Yeah, playing. just move on and play. Yeah. So, uh, so oh, I mean, that's that 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 competitiveness. That's actually, I've been I've been getting back and playing a little more Magic again. Okay. And and I will say that as as sweaty as some of the nights I went were, no one was ever really rude. Hmm. In fact, they were kind of helpful, but that's because they knew who I am was and they knew I wasn't really a player. But I think that's because of the oh, but format this is like that you're doing playing. it live, right? Yeah, in person, like with yeah. people. Yeah. With well, yeah, you're cards. you're not going to fucking teabag someone and in person. Not it would necessarily. Just be sexual assault. It's 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 but but you can you can you can swing your dick around metaphorically. Um, I, I think it has to do with the format that I'm choosing to play because I, I play one-on-one, right? Yeah. With specific, you know, Pioneer is what I'm playing now as the format. And one-on-one, it's understood that you are going to do everything you can to win uh-huh. immediately, right? There are other formats where you play with multiple people where they have like, 
well, how strong is your deck? What's your power level? Are we playing casual today? All that little like 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 extra bullshit okay. that people will get mad if your deck is too good because we're playing casual. Well, this isn't that good. You're just bad. So because I'm avoid, avoiding that like multiplayer format, I'm just playing like me and the dude across from me hitting each other until somebody dies. There's no salt there. Well, Whereas not only that, but like, one. how often are people actually dicks at these at these in person magic things? Uh, well, one on one stuff, not that often. But there are when your commander is the name of the format, the multiplayer format, and I'm not a huge fan of multiplayer of commander. Um, but the way I hear it tell, it's actually there's a lot of just just prickishness happening where people walk in to events that are supposed to be casual. And again, the definition of casual is so fluid, it's untenable. But they'll come in and they'll just like dominate a pod because they can. Because they could spend $1,000 on their deck. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just not going to play that. I'm not going to play commander. Yeah, I wouldn't play that. And what I did is like, somebody's like, you have to have a commander deck. So I like built a like completely memeish $50 commander deck. And that was, that was all. I mean, I swear the case and the sleeves cost more than the cards. Just so I have one. Like, here, I have a commander deck. Leave me alone. <laughs> Well, it's, cool. it's cool that you're still into it. Yeah, I, 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 I stopped I you were playing say for a Street while. Fighter. No, no. I, honestly, I've kind of fallen off of Guilty Gear. I, I, it's, just, I'm kind of waiting for the next character. It's not that I dislike it. It's just that I, I mean, I played it and I'm like, that's eh, kind of all, all it was with Guilty Gear. So, but I have the stuff that I have here, ready for whenever Street Fighter comes out. It's not going to be till fall of next year. I'm betting though. You wouldn't surprise me if it were summer for some reason. I don't know why. I'm um, it depends. It's it's not going to be in fiscal twenty twenty two, which ends March. Like March or April, mm-hmm. because they Capcom came out and said that we have one big release in the remaining in fiscal twenty twenty two, and it's the Resident Evil two, yeah. Resident Evil four remake. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to be. But the the problem is, we have that next year. Netherrealm is going to have something next year that'll be announced at the Game Awards probably. So now we've got that. We've got a new Mortal Kombat or a new, in uh, yeah, probably a new Mortal Kombat, Indoor Injustice. And then there's that new Tekken that was announced. So if all of those come out at the same time, that's too much. You can't do that. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't that's think a Capcom long will see it that way. I, uh, yeah, that would be foolish because there are a finite number of players. But anyway. anyway does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. I, I didn't watch anything. Oh, I did. I did watch oh. the first episode of Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, which the, one was that? Oh, yeah, the, 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 the storage the, unit the storage one. storage unit, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to the end. I'm like, wow, they spent some money on this. <laughs> yes, and they did that for every episode. Every episode is a very good episode of The Outer Limits. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean the first episode, was it was very Lovecraftian. I'm like, oh, okay, this is, yeah, we've got this guy, and the, the German guy is a devil worshiper, and this, he gets eaten, and, you know, so it was, I mean, I, I, I'm just not opposed to it. I'll watch more eventually, I and mean, I'm not chomping yeah. at the bit for them, but. I watched that See How They Run movie on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, it, it was fun. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> so, great. I, I don't need to watch it again. I, I still love Saoirse Ronan. She's fun to watch. Um, uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Still fun to watch. The whole cast was great. Yeah. But yeah, it, w- it was, certainly wasn't as good as Knives Out by any by any stretch. Anyway. Is that sequel coming out next year? I be- no, I believe it's out in theaters soon and then it's Netflix December. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Headlines. In entertainment news, Studio Ghibli announced today that they have a project with Lucasfilm in development. Yeah, they didn't say what it was. 
It's just, here's a project. <laughs> yeah. What could they be doing? Um, it took this long to get a sequel to the Keanu Reeves Constantine because a bunch of questions were out there over whether or not DC or Vertigo owned the character and to find, quote, the right people going forward. The director says, we've got that now, and now we need the story. We'd all love to do it. So they have the rights to do it. They don't have a script yet. I think it would be cool to have Constantine kind of overlap with DC Universe stuff. Because he's DC. I mean, it'd be fun to have Batman show up. I think it'd be cool to have Constantine overlap with um, the um, uh, the Sandman shit that Netflix is doing. Ooh, which just got another season. Yeah, yeah. And there would be this whole conversation about how you pronounce Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is going to be a John Wick spinoff starring Anna de Armas titled Ballerina. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane's Winston is set to return and begins filming next week. Have you? Did you watch the trailer for John Wick Four that came out today? I did. It looks it looks as good as John Wick Three. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, your the, the lightning in the bottle of one is never going to be caught again, but yes. it's going to be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll watch it when it comes out on you know a streaming service. Mm. <clears throat> when asked on Twitter how one could watch Weird Al's comedy biopic Weird in Australia, Weird Al responded, "Roku's working on it." In the, me- in the meantime, there's VPN, in brackets, very probably no, way to watch it legally. I'm sure you have a, in all caps, torrent of other questions, but I have to move <laughs> along, sorry. So Weird Al is just like the biggest Chad. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are they going to do to him? I mean, he's, he's Weird Al. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but I love his style. Yep. Uh, Netflix has partnered with the Coalition to adapt Gears of War into a live-action feature film, Followed by an adult animated series. Finally, the role Dave Batista was born to play. Oh, shit, yeah. Dave Batista's Marcus. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, Dion Cole's next stand-up special, Charlene's Boy, is out on Netflix November 15th. I love that guy. He's hilarious. In Overwatch news, the next hero in Omnic Tank, Ramatra, was revealed in a motion comic thing this week. Basically, <laughs> the deal with the Omnics in the world of Overwatch is there can never be more Omnics made for some reason. Hmm. Um, that's not the why of that hasn't been covered in anything I've seen. Uh, so every time an Omnic dies, like that's like the last of that guy. That guy okay. has no kids. Um, so everyone is so basically the whole Omnic crisis that necessitated the formation of Overwatch in the first place was this guy leading the Omnics to try to kill off the humans. Jeez, okay. So, yeah, he's like Che Guevara for Omnics. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and his whole deal is he trained with Zenyatta at, like, the, the Omnic temple. So he has a form where he kind of walks around as, like, a monk form with a staff, and he's got a barrier in that form and assumably some other abilities as well, but not his ultimate. At the press of a button, he can transform into like this mobile close range brawler with what they described as piercing punches. Mm. So he's going to be both a barrier tank and a disruptor brawler tank. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that's balanced. Yeah. It's going to do ridiculous damage through armor. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll see. They haven't really they haven't really explained any of his abilities, and the screenshots they put out didn't really clarify anything. <laughs> Surprise! Don't blame him. Uh, that same day, they quickly announced a super expensive Ramata bust figure available for pre-order now. Uh, the character's not out yet, but you can already buy this $500 trinket we made. God. You will have to grind up to level 55 of the next battle pass to unlock him if you don't have the premium battle pass. How long do you suppose that would take? Um, not long. Like, okay. me and Chris are working on... Like, we've... Me and Chris completed the current battle pass to unlock, like, the the uh, the mythic Genji skin or whatever it is in like mm. three weeks maybe yeah okay you know, like it didn't take that long at all keep playing yeah. uh, Overwatch Two Sojourn a brand new novel is now available everywhere books are sold they are uh, merchandising the fuck out of this game well <laughs> Blizzard said Overwatch Two has thirty five million players in its first month. Okay. Were that true? You think matchmaking would be a little better? <laughs> uh, there is a labor in God of War Ragnarok called anger management, and it reads like so: <clears throat> All these fancy carpenters thinking they're all fancy with their fancy chests and their fancy wood and their fancy treasure inside. You know what I say? Punch the shit out of that chest. Nice. That's actually the text. We're <laughs> like just it. cracking open tons of chests. I like it. Um, and there's a bunch of little conversations in God of War Ragnarok that I really appreciate. Like, there's one point where you and Atreus, you and Atreus are walking around with someone else. And the other guy goes, like, uh, what are you doing down there? The way out is this way. And meanwhile, Kratos is opening a chest. And Atreus is like, oh, my dad does that. He just really likes <laughs> looting things. <laughs> there was one that I saw early because, like, he opened one. And Atreus is like, how do you always know where to find those? <laughs> Yeah, it, that, it that seems self-aware. Yes, and little, which is fine. Little, little things like that come up a lot, and they're very appreciated. They, the writing is is really quite nice overall in Ragnarok. I really do like it. Uh, there wasn't. Oh yeah, we already covered that. Mm. Uh, that awesome looking two D um, hand drawn animated uh, roguelike "Have a Nice Death" will have its full launch on Steam and Switch on March twenty second. Okay. Yeah, but I don't want to play it on Switch. It is a visually dazzling game, and I want to run it on my PlayStation 5. Uh, A new Darkest Dungeon 2 update, Obsession's Gaze, is now live on the Experimental Branch. It adds new region modifiers, like 33 Battle Advantage Chance, minus 20 Max Flame, our, uh, you definitely find a creature dead, and variant sub-biomes within each region, where it sounds like you go down under the city into sewers, under the roots of the trees in the Tangle, Withered field and muddy road sections of the Futter and islands in the Shroud. So I played I played like forty five minutes of Darkest Dungeon two prior to the podcast on the experimental mm-hmm. branch, and I think I dipped down briefly during uh, during a road section, but I was looking at the map, so I didn't really notice it. Mm, okay, I haven't noticed any new shit. Uh, but once you beat the um, once you beat the second confession, a third confession, and a third final boss will open up. Jeez. Keep adding to it. Uh, Ubisoft put on an FAQ this week for its Sands of Time remake. Remember that? That was supposed to come out. That was supposed to come out. Wasn't it two years ago? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is not canceled. (laughs) There are no plans to remake any other Prince of Persia title. It has no release date, but all pre-orders for it are canceled. What is the? What's the holdup? This game is ancient. Absolutely remaking it from the ground up with like fucking 
whatever engine they're using for the next Assassin's Creed. Because well, that thing looked fugly. Oh, what you saw the remake? Yeah. Yes, it looked terrible. Uh, Way Forward put out another new little trailer for River City Girls 2, still saying it's coming, quote, later this year with no release date. That's There's like, like seven weeks left in the year. Yeah, you were running out of time here. It's not... This comes out like the week before New Year's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are we sure they mean calendar year and not fiscal year? Um, well, they just say later this year, and normally when you mean fiscal year. Yes, you say fiscal, fiscal year. Yeah, you'd be specific. Still, yeah. yeah that's still a day <laughs> one whenever it comes out. Uh, finally, Hideo Kojima says he wants his studio to remain independent as long as I'm alive and says he has turned down ridiculously high prices to sell it. So who was it? Was it Sony or was it Microsoft? Well, actually, he says every day people are coming up to me offering and that felt like a trumpism yeah <laughs> i got people yeah. coming every day trying to buy my studio <laughs> but uh everyone is buying studios lately embracer group is buying studios like they're going out of business True. Uh, sony is absolutely buying studios microsoft are absolutely buying studios that said there's probably like a list of 10 companies in the world and once you go through those 10 like, are they coming up to you every 10 days with a new offer? Yeah, I mean, are they going to offer you more each time? No, Maybe. Kojima, no, it's not. I don't know, but once it gets to the point that you want to offer me a billion dollars for my studio, I'm taking the billion and I'm opening a new studio. <laughs> we'll, we'll call this one uh, a Mijok. <laughs> a Mijok Studios. <laughs> I... The people trying to figure out what it means. He, you know, let him do his thing. It's fine. He's just going to Kojima more. Well, playing, actually, playing Ragnarok got me thinking of playing a Kojima joint again, because Ragnarok is fairly um, formulaic, and yeah. Kojima shit never is. It's it's very much its own thing. You really need to get 100% absorbed in what it's doing, and it will reward you endlessly for doing that. That said, I'm sure there's a lot, like, I've seen, you know, you know that Sunni Legend guy on Twitter? Yeah, I've seen people doing stuff with the combat mechanics in God of War Ragnarok, and I'm like, "Fucking how? <laughs> yeah, how? Are you, what? Jeez! Yes. I'm happy when I can bounce a guy and have a tray who's juggling with the uh, bow three times, so I can get his stun up. That like, yeah, that was cool. I like that. Yes. Uh, so like, <laughs> yeah, when when I find success, it's very very satisfying, and then I see someone else like really kind of opening that that uh, combat system up and showing what it can do, and I'm like, oh, I'm so old. <laughs> I just don't see it that way at all. As, if, as long as I can leave it on the standard difficulty and make it through, I will feel good about myself. Yes. Well, and and yeah, it is nicely challenging. Like the I, the Draugr killed me a couple of times because I oh, yeah. I didn't realize that the little ones will keep respawning. At least I think they would, because there's like one main one and like a bunch of little ones, and then, but you have to focus on the main one because he hits like a truck. No, I okay. Well, the there are like these Draugr holes. Those are what you're talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've actually, I actually found the opposite because uh, the little ones were so fucking annoying that I would deal with them first and okay. then turn around and deal with the big guy. Yeah. I just, I was, it felt like they hit so hard. So yeah. which shield did you, did you, which shield did you go with? So you, your shield. shield breaks. You want the parry shield? I went with a wall shield. I was really disappointed that there, there isn't like a, a shield tree in this. That's true for, there, uh, for, for the un, un, Armed combat, yeah. Yeah, there aren't a bunch of cool skills for unarmed combat. There aren't a bunch of school, cool skills to get with your shield. What you got is the shield that you equip, and your shield has, like, the, the center thing on it that you can also edit. 
and that yeah. will give it different properties as well. Um, but there isn't like a guaranteed like you absorb this uh, or you block this uh, this projectile and you can definitely shoot it back at the enemy. Like sometimes you can and sometimes it doesn't. And when it happens, it seems to happen automatically. I use a little parry shield because when a guy has they're called blue attacks. It's like a big wind up, and you can just double tap L one and knock them out of it. Yeah, see the the, the wall shield lets you block the yellow ones. Because there's, there's yeah, regular but... attacks, there's the yellow attacks, which will break you, which broke your guard before, and the red ones, which you can't block. The wall shield lets you just block yellow attacks. Yeah, but with the little one, I can parry and stuff. You can them. parry? Yeah. Well, I can't, not as good at parrying, so I just hide behind my shield. <laughs> well, I played Sekiro. Well, they, yeah. well. So I know how to parry things. <laughs> oh. It is nice to have something big and... And, and of quality to play, though I will say that. Yes, it's been uh, it's been a rough couple years, <laughs> and this has been like five years in the making. This game, I know it's just so long, and this is the only one. There isn't going to be another one, or so they say. Yeah, playing it really puts me in mind of God of War two, and going and grabbing God of War two, and just being very confident that this was going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but the the earlier trilogy, one thing I'm really missing in this trilogy or in, in uh, the new series is it's so intimate. It's the camera is always really up close to Kratos or Atreus. Um, oh yeah, you're um, and so there's never a moment of like you walking across that great chain out to those that. Oh, I remember that when the camera yeah. pulls back and yes. you're like a quarter inch tall on the screen. Yeah, so it really it, it really put in perspective the colossal size of what Kratos is doing and the, um, the the spectacle of the world was really heightened by that. And that never occurs in these games. Like you're always close enough no, to you've, see No, you've got the Resident Evil 4 camera most of the time. You're like yeah. right there. Yeah. And hmm. and I miss that. And but but it's it's still it's still giving spectacle. It's just often giving it in moments of quiet beauty instead. If that makes sense. It does. I mean, the even just the environmental changes. Again, I've only seen two. I've seen the, the winter area and then the, the the swamp area. And I love Atreus is like, if you feel that, what? It's warm. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Atreus actually sassing Kratos a little bit now and then. Like he's a teenager now. And and he knows that, that that if it went down, he could hold his own for a little bit. So it, it's he he is not quite as like at one point he's like he's talking and he ends up like oh 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 sir at the end. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that Atreus isn't like an 18 year old teenager, like a fully grown teenager. He's still a kid. he's like he looks like 14 or 15 maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why that disappoints me because I guess because. The question of Atreus, the question of Atreus is who is he going to be, and I wanted that answer easily. See, this is what Atreus is like as a full-grown man with a sword. Let's give him, give Atreus a sword. Why does he only have a bow anyway? That's true. Well, because he's still a child at this point. I guess, but you know, <laughs> the, he's, the he's, dwarf he's, like, what Kratos. happened to you? None of your stuff fits. <laughs> he's he's Kratos's kid though. He should know how to swing a shield. A sword I'm right. sure he does. I'm sure this is Kratos's way of keeping him kind of out of the way. I don't know. Actually, it's it's brought up. Um, Atreus asks him, "How come you never gave me Spartan training?" And uh, or what was Spartan training like? And Tra- uh, all Kratos will say is unforgiving. 
and he goes, why didn't, uh, why didn't you, you know, t- teach me all this stuff? Why didn't you put me through that? And he goes, because it's something I would have spared you. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, someone asked Kratos what his childhood was like. And, uh, uh yeah, you've seen like, 300. <laughs> yeah. Kratos's point was like, you're lucky that you had parents that you miss. And when, when Kratos describes what he was put through as a child and it was fucking brutal what he describes He's not making any excuses for himself, but yeah. Well, that's because that's how all Spartans were done yeah. at that point. That's just, yeah. Well, no, uh, Kratos' way certainly makes it less pretty than what we saw in 300. In 300, that's, that's it was like, true. honor the man beside you and you will, you know, have it return to you. And in Kratos' description, it's like, if that boy has food and you're, you're hungry, you're going to have to kill that kid. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Like, it was really dark. So, yeah, overall, still 9 out of 10. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more. Really yeah. going to to jump back into it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's well, all without Alex, well, we'll talk about God of War more next week. Alex, is he's busy this weekend. He'll be back. He's He'll be back. back to us. He'll be back next week. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, listeners, you were, you know, not many God of War spoilers this week. They're Probably won't be a ton next week either, but we'll have more to talk about. Well, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this game for you next week. Next oh, week, next God week, damn it. fucking guardrails are off. I'm not going to have time to catch up to you. <laughs> You're going to know what happens with Zeus. Zeus? This time next week. Oh, well, sorry, was that a spoiler? Was, was it? Was it? Or am I just fucking with you? We'll never God know. Damn, no, God. <laughs> no, Zeus is dead. Zeus is gone. Uh, I don't yeah, know anyone. Yeah, there's whatever. no Zeus. There's no okay. Zeus. <laughs> now you're now now I think there is a Zeus and just kind of like <laughs> reverse psychology. Come on. Jeez. You would have enjoyed that moment so much more if I had Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll enjoy it anyway. In that case. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh,